Michael T. Justice. Michael T. Justice. Michael T. Justice. He'll save every one of us. Michael T. Justice podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. No, it's been a while since I've done like an actual show. So um, here it is, Monday, July 2nd. And I am back on the wagon and just going to try and uh, go from there. and not going to beat myself up about where I've been and what's been going on. But understand that uh, I'm trying. I've been keeping it on my mind. i got some stories I want to go over uh, that I've been saving and um, just kind of see where we are on things um i am looking at uh one of the stories that i saved and this is from a week ago uh and i have not had a chance to go through and like verify because i am so worried about that's one of the reasons why i haven't been doing show as much is because there's just so much fake news out there and i try to use uh news feeds that will keep me in the right I think but then you never know because it says it's by the Associated Press but is it really so anyway uh, this is a story from last uh, week Uh, I saved this July or I'm sorry June 25th Um, and it's about a white man pleads to enslaving mentally disabled black worker a white South Carolina restaurant manager has pleaded guilty to an abusing and enslaving a mentally unchallenged black employee. Um, the Department of Justice says Bobby Paul Edwards of Conway pleaded guilty to one count of my of, of I'm sorry to one count of forced labor. Prosecutors say Edwards admitted using violence, threats, isolation, and intimidation to compel a man with an intellectual disability to work for more than 100 hours a week without pay. Uh, And this apparently went on. Authorities have said Edwards used force and threats to force John Christopher Smith to work as a J&J cafeteria cook from 2009 until 2014. Documents describe beating with a belt, choking, slapping, punching, and a closed fist and burning with tongs used in hot grease. Uh, He faces up to 20 years in prison when he's sentenced later. Um, It, uh, it is, it's, it's, unfortunate that these are the people that are um that are out there i mean it's just there's no way around it these people are out there and so what you are going to do as rules how we run our freaking society right I mean this cat kept somebody and I've actually heard of this kind of story several times in the last few years 
this was a case of a, a mentally challenged black person, but I have heard several cases of undocumented immigrants, illegal aliens, whatever you want to say, that have been cheated and held and like, hey, we're going to call immigration if you don't take $4 an hour instead of like, you know, a real wage and I, I'm I'm not going to pay you and making them pay for a mistake and things like that just wouldn't happen. And we have to understand that those people are out there. And the question is, as a society, are you ready or willing to stop it? Now, I know it sounds, what are you upset about? I mean, obviously this guy was found guilty and sent to jail or is going to be sent to jail. But the problem for me is people who support this kind of guy the kind of person who would do this, the audacity, right? That's an audacious person that's just like going to do something way beyond the pale of what we all know is right. And we all break rules, but this is like a certain audacity. And It really plays into my larger thesis that, you know, racism is really just an, uh, an extension of selfishness, right? This dude, in my mind, and I don't know this cat, he may be like, I don't like black people and that's what I'm looking for. But my guess is that it begins with... I want somebody to work for me and do everything. I mean, because that's what makes you take another person. Whether it's, you know, you hear people doing their family wrong. And then you, you pile on top of that. And this is why it's important as a society that we be able to to break this stuff down. And I feel like I'm just kind of start rambling here because there's a lot of stuff going through my head because it's been a while since I talked. But this stuff is a continuation. I mean, that's like a, a today case of a guy who goes, I can get a free laborer. All I got to do is bully and and be strong and scare, manipulate, lie, cheat, lock up people. And when we don't trim the hedges, it gets out of whack. See, when we don't, when we're not willing to enforce, you know, common decency laws for people, and then we go into a big liberal, liberal, not liberal, um, libertarian 
defense there's two things that are happening a a you're lying you're just using the libertarian defense as an excuse to justify you know allowing something like this kind of stuff to go on exploitation I'm talking about or B you got to come off of that cloud because I'm on that cloud with you right I'm all for libertarian ideas I think that is uh, you know the way if you will you know what I mean the the, the strong self dependent uh stuff but understand the reality of the world in which we live in that there are people who don't and who that 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 take make great pains to make sure that they don't have to stand on their own two feet and strong so that they can exploit others so that they can and and that we have to say okay we are going to make rules to stop that and and that's you know basically the idea Of a society. I mean, now I feel bad because I can't think of his name, but there's a cat. I'm kind of had a brief, left him a message, and he left me a message, but he's doing a thing on the Constitution, and that's something that I've been trying to do as well, is because is, is I'm thinking about Thomas Paine's common sense, and it's like, listen, this is it. In order to have a society, you have to have these certain rules because at a point, we are not just individuals. That's how we're able to build this amazing society that we live in. It's in the name, society. It requires people working together, not individuals. So I got a lot of work to do. And I'm just going to try and get on this microphone every day and and try and sort through all this stuff because this is only one thing that I'm even thinking about. Uh, You know, that was just a story that I saw a couple weeks ago, but so much more of it is based on that same kind of concept. Uh, you know things change I did a deal a while back I did this little rant where I was talking about what is is because of what was and what is is the was for tomorrow right so so what I was kind of trying to sort through in my head is this notion that right right now what we do today will set tomorrow we're sitting here right now with this court in the balance what happens now will affect I mean it could be a hundred years I mean, the Dred Court, the Dred Scott, I'm sorry, not Dred Scott, the Plessy versus Ferguson decision, I think I did a podcast on that a while back, it was 1896. 
I was born in 1966. The Civil Rights Act was passed in 64. The Civil Rights Act trying to undo what the Plessy versus Ferguson court case had set down. So 96 to 60, that's 70 years. That's a lifetime, baby Baba. And I'm not trying to be overly, what's the word, alarmist. But I do want to seriously consider some stuff. You know, when you think about it, when you think about the times in our history when audacity, when great excess mission creep, whatever you want to call it, has happened in our country's history, it takes a long time sometimes for that stuff to get fixed or straightened out. And it really doesn't get straightened out. It just gets like, okay, we shouldn't do that again. And then we don't necessarily clean up the mess that was made. I mean, that's when you get into the conversation about reparations and and affirmative action and stuff like that that's like there was a mess that was made and where are we going to clean it up and we have a decided bit of the population that says no you know the Patriot Act and all of the different like excesses the panic it set in after 9-11 we went bonkers and right now we should be trying to settle that back down and figure it out but we're not and I'm afraid because of where things are headed and I, I I'm just trying to sort my thoughts out right now so um Maybe I'll clean that up and clear it up a little bit more as the days go on. I'd love to hear from you on any thoughts you have on uh, any of these ramblings. So definitely hit me up if you're on Anchor. If not, give me a uh, tweet. <clears throat> you could twit me, Twitter me, tweet me, whatever you do on uh, Twitter. I <laughs> Michael T. Justice or at Michael T. Justice, or uh, you can also hit me up on Facebook, Michael T. Justice on Facebook. Um, Thanks a lot for listening. I will try to keep on keeping on and uh, right on. And a special thanks to Inspirado Projecto for that great new opening.